This is Season 2 of the Balls Deep Fantasy Football Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Balls Deep Fantasy Football Podcast. I am AZ here with Stinky Pinky. Boys, we are back. It's been a bit, and uh, the quality of the sounds going to be a little bit lower, but we have huge things coming at you for season two of the podcast. New mics, new system, logo, everything that's going to be coming up. It is super hot. You guys are going to love it. Yeah, stuff's going to get crazy season two. We're going to get that much better. I can't wait. Right now, we are doing this podcast while we are driving to visit Fraser in Toronto. So, yeah, it sounds not going to be fantastic, but we're going to do our best. We're still going to put on a great show for you guys this week. What we want to do, Adam, do you want to kind of explain what the yeah, plan is? Yeah, like the, the free agency this year has been absolutely insane. So we wanted to go over and just talk about some of those big free agent signings. But before we get into that, Chris has a little bit of a game where he's going to tell me about where somebody is picked in our fantasy league and then kind of where they ended up. And I have to kind of guess that. Is that fair, Chris? Yeah, that's pretty much what the deal is going to be. So guys, what I'm going to do too, I want you guys to play along too, see what you can do, if you can figure it out. So I have, how many players? I think I have about eight guys here that we're going to go through. I'm going to say where they were drafted. I'm going to say the player. You guys have to guess where they were drafted and then where they finished on the season. So if I say QB4, they were the fourth ranked QB on the season. Where they were drafted versus where they finished. All right, does that sound good, Adam? Sounds good to me. All right, we're going to start off right off the bat here with a player that Adam drafted. Big mm. Ben Roethlisberger. Ah. Okay, Ben. Er, so, Adam, where do you think you drafted him, and where do you think he finished? <laughs> I, I should probably know where I drafted him, but I was it the eighth that I drafted him? Okay, so that's your guess. I think I, I think I drafted him in the eighth, and I think he finished. I know yards wise, he actually did really well. I'm gonna say that he was definitely in the top five. I'm gonna say third. Okay, so everyone's ready. Here we go. So. He was drafted QB 13 by oh, okay, Adam, okay, and he finished QB 3. So you were right on yes. where he finished, yeah. which is a fantastic pick. He was actually kind of quiet, in my opinion, to finish that high. I knew he was good, but QB 3 is quite high. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Like, top three quarterback, and it obviously didn't really help me that much in my season, but I guess I can't really blame Ben for anything. And, yeah, he was one of those consistent guys. What really helps Ben is that since he is so consistent – Every week he's going to be getting good to decent numbers, and he's never going to have really a down week. So that really helps for the overall like ranking at the end, which probably bumps him up a bit. But yeah, I'm really happy with that because he was technically drafted not as a number one QB at the number 13, but he ends up in the top three. So obviously I'm really happy with that. Yeah, that was a fantastic pick. I think having incredible weapons like he did this year between Juju and Ben had a fantastic output on his season yeah a lot's going to change moving forward oh but yeah. right now what we got to focus on is just last year so congrats on the great pick with uh big ben adam all right next one we're going to is tom brady so he was drafted by nolan here mm. okay so where do you think he was drafted and where do you think he finished i'm gonna say he was drafted the sixth qb overall and he finished 11 okay Everyone, if we're ready here, what we got was drafted QB number four, mm. and he finished QB 14. Ooh. So that was actually a surprisingly low finish, in my opinion. So he was drafted, honestly, I would I would say he was drafted where he should have been preseason. I, yeah, I guess so. Would you have drafted him lower? I, I don't know. I would have drafted a, him later, actually. Like, yeah, I, that's what I mean. Yeah. So That's right. I, I would have taken him later. I'm not that surprised it's out of the number one QB situation at number 14. He, like, he did, really didn't have... The, many like weapons like receiving options like I guess the running backs are good receivers that he had there which helped him out but realistically when Josh Gorin's not there and like I said he only had it for part of the season after that they really didn't have a huge amount of weapons for him no they really didn't like he, Julian Edelman was out for the first couple games Gronk was shit this year which yes. was a huge huge yes, factor for right. him. so I think that was the biggest one and they just see a mentality shift to a run first team and I don't see that changing for next year. I could see Tom Brady going just undrafted in our league, which, honestly, I think he should. Because that team is going to run more. He's old as fuck. He is. Just because the team's good. So, would you draft the QB 14? 
do you think he's going to finish as good as he did last year? Because I don't. I don't think. I think he's going to be worse next year. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Like, if he isn't going to be a number one QB, why take him at all? He definitely will be drafted. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that he will be drafted. But you're right. If he's not going to end up number one, should he even be? Maybe even just as like a backup, just in case. But there's so many good QBs on the waiver wire generally. So yeah, I think yeah. usually about 14 or 15 quarterbacks in our league get drafted a year because a lot of people don't carry too. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. For me, I, w- I won't touch Tom Brady next year, so that's a no. little... Yeah, yeah, I won't either. But we'll see. I think you might be right. Just, like, that name value makes such a big difference. I know Ben stole him a while earlier in our league, just stole the guy because everyone hates Tom Brady just in general, <laughs> and that makes a big difference. Yeah. But I think now the play is kind of... It's going to tail off because that team wants to run the ball. They really do. All right, next player we got. So now we're going to switch out of quarterbacks. We're going to go over to running backs. All right, we got Christian McCaffrey, who was drafted by Alex. Oh, yes. Okay. Adam, where do you think he was drafted? Where um, do you think he finished? So, since there's so many running backs that are drafted so early on, I think McCaffrey was drafted in the third, maybe late second. So, I'm going to say still, though, he was probably drafted the... I'm going to say the 10th running back off of the board, and he finished second overall in the running backs. Okay, that was those are actually very good guesses. So he was drafted RB11. Okay. And he finished RB3. Yeah, there you go. So he was surprisingly good in my opinion this year. I think it was obviously a fantastic draft pick. I don't think anyone's going to doubt that. I, I was more surprised that he was healthy the entire season. And just, I don't think anybody called him being used like 98% of the snaps. That's or something, exactly something, what whatever, I was thinking Whatever too. it was. Yeah. It was absolutely out outrageous and like with cj anderson doing so well on the rams when they finally took him he started on the panthers i had drafted cj anderson thinking he might have some like goal line work if uh, mccaffrey gets injured then he'll be the guy there and they just said no we don't give a shit about cj anderson and then eventually released him i was like wow so they clearly absolutely love mccaffrey and we'll see if they can like sustain that though because that was a lot of work for him yeah the scary thing is because he's not that big of a dude so i was on the same page as he at the beginning of the season there's no way this guy can candle a full like running back workload as far as just being a bell cow because he's not he's not a huge guy he's not like derrick henry or something he's a small dude he's really small but he's super athletic he's a great third down back obviously he can catch the ball incredibly well he can run incredibly well and north turner the offensive coordinator is like I want to use one running back. That's what I do. I'm going to use Christian McCaffrey, and it fucking worked. Yeah, it worked he really well. He didn't get hurt. But, no. yeah, he's he's got to be a red flag for getting injured next year, right? Like, yes, he has to be. But that that's always the risk that you take. Those generally, guys that are injury-prone seem to be the guys that just boom if they don't. So, yeah, he's one of those high-risk guys. But, clearly, this year it paid off huge. Yeah, couldn't agree more. All right, so that was a good pick by Alex there. All right, we're going to go over to a player that was highly highly ridiculed just in the draft when we drafted in general okay so this was marlon mack who was drafted by brandon <laughs> yes so, so i he, just remember when we drafted everyone ripped this yes. pick to shreds yes we did uh, we absolutely did um i believe that brandon took him in the fifth round um and so that would be pretty late with the running backs I'll say that he was the 20th running back taken off the board, and he finished, I'm going to say, 13th. Okay. So what because we have... He, he finished the year strong. 13 might be a little high. I'll say 15th. You're going to say 15th? Yeah, I am switching into 15th. Okay. So what we had was drafted RB25, finished RB19. Okay. So... Okay. He had, I think he missed the first five or six yeah, games cool. of the season. He missed, yeah, at least the first four or five. Um, and then it was always just the concern with the injury, but he seemed to hold on fairly well, and he performed decently clearly like he for not playing uh, small 16 games. That's, that's a that's pretty a, good, that's a like, good that's a, finish. Yeah, that's a good finish. Like a number two running back, I can be happy with that. So, yeah, absolutely. He's a guy you have to project finishing better than RB19 next year. Yeah, Unless, especially because, like, the Colts, they had, it sounded like they had absolutely no interest in Bell, which shows confidence in Mac. Absolutely, yeah, and that's what I was thinking, the same thing, too. Unless they draft a running back high, which I, I don't see them doing. They had they drafted two running backs last year, have Marlon Mack, who that whole group was successful just in general on the ground. So why would you change anything? 
you have to project the end of that season going forward to next year, in my opinion, which was when Marlon Mack was the bell cow. He was fantastic. And he scored a fuck ton of touchdowns yeah. behind a fantastic O-line. Yeah. He's going to get older, start to play better. I just I don't see how he's not going to be good next year. I'm clearly giving away a player that I like, obviously. <laughs> and, but. That, and that's the, the I guess, minor downside, maybe major downside of doing the podcast is we do kind of sometimes show our hand a little bit, but yeah. it's still all for uh, the fun of the league and all that. So regardless, I think you're not the only person that's going to have that and you're a smart enough drafter that you know that you're not going to reach for a guy unless you're really like in on him so you'll know like you're not going to reach for Marlon Mack unless he's even more than what I'm thinking if you like him but I don't think you're going to like go crazy for him yeah you're right I probably won't but we'll see who knows <laughs> exactly maybe it will yeah I've got to keep you guys guessing <laughs> one thing I just want to talk about just the Colts quickly so like they have a fuck ton of cap space so, just in general, they Sorry, have... Sorry, who has a lot of cap space? The Colts. Okay. I think they have the most in the league. All right. The only real... I'm, we're going to talk about it later with their... Whoever they picked up in free agency. I know they picked up... Uh, scrumptious. Yeah, so that's a $13 million cap hit there. Where where else are they putting money? I don't know. That's why that's why it seemed like Bell was going to be a good fit there. Yeah. But they had, again, they had no interest at all, so... Yeah. I just don't see, like... You have to just try and take advantage of when you can I don't like obviously they have a young defense which is fantastic but just bring in some even if you trade for someone who has a high cap hit on a different team I just think that you should because that team is so good yeah they have the nice like young like QB luck he he proved last year he is back he can like perform basically the way that he used to so yeah things are looking pretty good for the Colts right now yeah I just I think they should trade someone like even just throw like a throwaway pick like a a seventh round pick for to a team that is in cap trouble who wants to get rid of an aging player who has a a high cap amount that's who I that's what I would want to do I don't know if they're going to try and do it obviously they have plenty of time to trade for somebody can you imagine if AB went to the Colts though yeah like that would have been crazy and like that and they could have absolutely they, they could have yeah they could afford them and yeah, like that. How could they not be one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl? Because they, I, in my opinion, they already are. Oh, really? So you, you're you're that high on them then? How? Okay, what like what do you think is getting worse about the Colts next year? Uh, well, I I just have concerns over the wide receiver core. That that's the, the big thing. I don't think they have like I I'm not a fan of Ty Hilton. That so I guess that okay. that, that has a lot to say about it. I guess I'm just not a fan of that guy. I know he does have his big games and big moments, but he can he can disappear quite often so if he has games in a big moment like in the playoffs where he disappears I think that could really hurt them okay just in general I just think the, the Colts they have so many they have young talent that was fantastic they'll make the playoffs I think they'll make the playoffs you think they'll make the playoffs yes, well, I, don't, they, I don't know I think they're going to be a better team than they were last year because that young talent is going to get another year to progress they're going to bring I think Malik Hooker was injured for a significant amount of the season last year Hopefully he comes back. If they don't have injury issues, I think they're going to be nothing but a better team than they were last year. Yeah, but that, we'll that's see. Fair. Yeah, let's move on to the next one. Though. Yeah, that was talking for a long time. <laughs> All right, next player we got Chris Carson, who was drafted by Ben. Ooh, this one I since he wasn't on my radar at all, like I was avoiding Seattle running backs like the plague. What was that, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> so glad you asked, Chris. I may have gone for uh, Eddie Lacy and Thomas Rawls la- or two years ago, and absolutely got boned by it. So I did not want anything to do with that. So I have no idea. Let's say he was the 25th running back taken, and he finished uh, 20th. Let's okay, that. that's those are fair guesses. So what he was, he was drafted by Ben as RB 33. Okay, finished RB 14. Woo! That is a huge pick. So that is a big pick. I was actually quite frustrated when I was looking at, at Ben's roster this year, and he did such a fantastic job picking running backs. I was actually so frustrated because I don't know if you remember his draft. He was just like, I wide have receiver, to keep. Yeah, receiver. he kept doing He's like, I have to take that value on wide receiver. Yeah. And he just buried his running backs. He didn't have a running back for the first five picks, I think, yeah. if I remember correctly. I think you're right. Matt Burita, he picked super late. Brenda. Yeah, Brenda. Sorry, yeah. Matt Brenda, he picked super late. And Chris Carson, he picked super late. Yeah. Which were fantastic. And everyone was scared of. Isn't Penny. Like, they yeah, all thought that exactly. like, the rookie Penny, he's going to be the guy that's going to take it. So everybody stayed away from Carson for a seemingly good reason. And yeah, just, yeah, the coaches had other ideas. It blew my mind. You, you draft. 
if you're Seattle, round? well, he was their first round pick. Rashad oh, Penny was their first round pick. There you go. How do you not expect that guy to come in yeah. and make a make a splash? Yeah. So that's gonna be something. Who knows next year? Because I thought I thought I saw some good things from Penny on the field when we were watching yeah. this year. He looked pretty good. Now Mike Davis is gone. If nothing changes right now, it's those two on a team that clearly wants to run the ball. Yeah. So they both could be good picks next year. Obviously, he's not going to go nearly this late next year. No. But that was a fantastic pick by Ben, so props to Ben on that one there. All right, moving on now, we got some wide receivers. This is one you and I, like, ripped to shreds. Okay. Mostly me, but you you definitely were, we were jumping I, I, on. Before you even say, is it Robert Woods? It is Robert there Woods. There we go. We ripped him to fucking shreds. Mostly Steve. And he just, obviously, he made us eat our words a little bit there. Well, and I think to add to why we were ripping him is because he had, he did all of this work to make that fake Instagram account, like, just before the draft, saying that he, like, had no, a No, no, that was, that was Alex. No, 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 that was Steve for Robert Woods. The fake Instagram thing was Alex. For, for what player, then? I think it was still Robert Woods, but I'm pretty sure Alex did. Oh, so Alex did the work for Steve? Or? I guess so. It seems that way, yeah. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so where do you think he was drafted? Where do you think he finished? I think it was the fifth round again. Wide um, receiver. Um, let's say wide receiver 8, 19 off the board, and he finished 14. Both good guesses again. So he was wide receiver 21 off the board. Okay, yeah, close. Finished wide receiver 10. Woo! Top, yeah, number one wide receiver. There's yeah. no chance I would have ever ever thought that would happen like in the beginning of the year honestly no chance i'm looking back at this right now and i see wide receiver 21 where he was drafted i'm still like that's too high yeah. <laughs> i still think that yes. even though he finished wide receiver oh, 10 which blows my goddamn yeah. mind and the thing i actually i don't know like i think it was just a situation there were just so many things going on and i thought they were gonna run the ball so much um in la that i didn't see a very high upside for woods but did woods not play for buffalo Yes. Yes, yes he did. I, and I, I remember like him. I liked him off the waiver wire as a guy that you'd have to pick up a couple of years ago. And like I did like what he did as like a number three wide receiver. But again, either I did not project him to be in the top like number one wide receiver for fantasy. Like no, it's crazy. No way in my mind did I think that either, which is crazy. And I, just in general, I don't think I thought the Rams' offense would be as good as it was. Uh, I did. Yeah. I did think they were going to be good. But they had so many fantastic fantasy players this year. They did. Yeah, they scored a lot of points. And it was like, pretty much it was four players uh, outside of the quarterback who scored all their points. It was Cooper Cup, who unfortunately got injured, but he's he's got to watch again for next year too. We'll see what happens. Absolutely. He was on a fantastic pace when he started the season. He was incredible. Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, Todd Gurley, and then pretty much barren outside of that. You can give Josh Reynolds some when Cooper Cup went out, but outside of that, they wanted to use... Strictly those players, and that's kind of similar to what the Vikings did too. They don't really spread the ball around. They give it to certain players. There's only three players who catch the ball in Minnesota outside the running back position. It's Thielen, Diggs, and Rudolph. No one else even catches the ball. Which I, that, but that's fine. I think that's a good recipe. Like I don't think you need much more than that. I don't think you need to either. Clearly, when you have an offense like the Rams, who is so successful minus the Super Bowl, like it, it can work. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna say good pick by Steve there projecting him forward where do you think he finishes next year um all with cut back i think he there's no i think he's just outside of a wide receiver two so i'm gonna say that he'll finish uh wide receiver 25 next year okay i want to give you a little bit of just a information Help here out. robert woods scored more points per game when cooper cup was on the field than when he wasn't which is odd to think okay uh I don't care about that. <laughs> okay, so there's this, no, yeah. there's this sample I, I size. I, yeah, I'm just saying. No, that actually is a, a, that's a good important point, point, but I'm still going to keep it. I think I'm comfortable with uh, 20, uh, wide receiver number 25. And I do think he is going to be drafted around that point. He's clearly universally disrespected in general. After finishing wide receiver 10, everyone's like, no, I don't think he can do it again. I don't think he can either. I'm going to put him around wide receiver 20 next okay. year is kind of where I'm thinking yep. in my head. But I, I don't want to pick him because uh, there's yeah. too many mouths to feed him. I think that's one of those things where it'll depend on what my draft looks like at that point, what how I'm doing for wide receivers. Maybe I would give him a shot, um, but that yeah, that's you'll have to see how the draft goes. I think for that. Yeah. Okay. Next one we got is Brandon Cooks. He was drafted by me. Mm-hmm. I'm taking some some. 
credit. Well, I also traded him. I, I was <laughs> you did, <laughs> but didn't like didn't somebody draft him for you and then you got him afterwards, or was it that you like you legitimately had drafted him like? I, yeah, I legitimately okay. drafted him. Yeah, and then you did trade him for uh, Mark Ingram to Gould, and the, yeah, the, I, I don't really think that it worked out great. No, I lost that uh, trade. For yeah, sure. so I do think you lost that trade. I do. Um, so Cooks, um, I think there was a lot of hype around him early. I'm gonna say he went in the fourth round. Um, uh, let's say he was the. 15th wide receiver taken and he finished uh, 30th okay so you think he finished wide receiver 30 I know, I know that's pretty aggressive that is pretty Let's aggressive go, I'm going to switch it to 25 so you think he was drafted 15 finished 25 I'm at okay so he was drafted wide receiver 24 okay so by me okay. finished wide receiver 13 oh shit I'm yeah. way off on yeah this. you were significantly off there you kind of flipped him yeah okay. so he was a guy he was kind of quiet yeah, just no. in general, clearly, if you think that. Yes. I wanted to kind of bring him up just because there was two very, very high receivers from the Rams on that finish. Almost two top 12 yeah, receivers. Yeah, I, I, I missed that one. I made a mistake. But, um, yeah, so I, I think he's a good wide receiver. I, I, I think it's been crazy that he's gone around to three different teams. Um, I think early on in New Orleans, they just thought that he was only as like stretch and field kind of receiver. Um, I think New England had the same kind of thought. And then the Rams really used him in a lot of different spots, and I was impressed with how he played this year. Yeah, he was good. And honestly, if you look at it, he has had success everywhere he went. He's been a yes. good receiver. Yes. I don't know how far. I would say his lowest finish is probably around wide receiver 15. But he's universally he's disrespected because he gets traded around so much, and it's hard for a wide receiver who gets traded around to just have instant production. Usually when a receiver comes into a new team, they, they take a year to figure it out. Listen, but it helps going from Drew Brees to Tom Brady. For sure. And then Goff is serviceable. Yeah. I'm going to say the first two have been fucking serviceable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For sure. And then Goff, you're right. He's, he's been serviceable. So we got one more here that I want to talk about. We got Amari Cooper. Okay. So, yeah, after the trade, he really exploded. But again, he... He just has those giant games that can really distort his numbers. Um, I, I feel like I'm going to be saying 15 a lot, but I think he was probably drafted like 28th and he finished 15th. Okay. So you think he was drafted 28th. So he was drafted by Danny. Yeah. He's a wide receiver 15 off the board. Shit. Which is quite high. Yeah. And then he finished wide receiver 19. Okay. So why I wanted to bring him up was that finish wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. Well, again, he, it's because of those, like, giant games that he can produce at times. Like, didn't he have three touchdowns in one game, or am I wrong? That was... Like, he might have this year. Uh, yeah, I think that was Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, because Thanksgiving, he went off. Yes. Yeah. So, I think he had, like, yeah, I think that one game especially could really bump up those numbers. He did that two years ago, too. Yeah. When he was on my team, he had, like, 200 and some odd yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, so he has that capability to, to do that, but he also has that ability just to... Completely disappear. So, couldn't agree more. So he's a guy who's tough to have on your fantasy roster oh, just in general 100%. because of that. Yeah. So, why? Kind of another reason I want to bring him up is because now he's on Dallas, where he was clearly he was more successful in Dallas than he was in Oakland. Yes. This year. So, where do you draft this guy? Um. I I would feel comfortable drafting him twenty overall. Oh, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. Like for wide receivers. Yeah, like yeah, wide receiver. The twentieth wide receiver. Up. <laughs> Maybe even 15, 15 to twenty. Because if you're if you want to go for that boom, um, actually, I guess personally for me, it's twenty or later because I don't like that too much, like up and down. The volatility. But of I can yeah. definitely see him going in between fifteen and twenty. And that's where I agree. I think that's where he's going to go, and I think that's where he's going to finish in that range. I think he's going to finish between wide receiver fifteen and twenty on the season. But I don't want that volatility either. Yeah. So you have to consider that when you're drafting him. If you're getting a guy like that, you want to pair him with, I don't know, like Julian Edelman, who's like yeah. consistent as can be. If he's not doing steroids. Yeah. Like, and get suspended. Yeah, <laughs> just the steroids and not get caught. It's fine with yeah. me, too. All right, so that's, those are the guys that I went through. Those are, yeah, a little quick game there. I thought it was pretty fun. That's fantastic. I yeah. loved it. Awesome. Great okay. job there. Thank you. Okay, so now we're going to move on, guys. We're going to talk about some of the big 
free agent signings on the year. There's obviously what you were saying, Adam. There's some huge, huge ones. Yeah, so the way I've organized it is it, it's just every single team alphabet, alphabetical order, and it's not every single one of their um, signings or trades. It's just the big ones. There'll be some that we'll just talk about maybe for like 10 seconds. Maybe some will go a little bit deeper in. Um, but yeah, Chris, just go down the list of uh, the teams there, and then we'll have some chats about the, all the cool, awesome free agency and trades have gone down. Okay, sounds good. So first team, we got Arizona here. You have Suggs signing for 7 mil. He's a defensive player who I think can make an impact on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, the thing is, he is up there in age now, but I still think that he can help out a football team. Um, he, You'll have to use him sparingly. Like If you want him to last the entire year, especially, I don't think they're going to go to the playoffs, so maybe don't care about that. But if you want him to last all 16 games, it's not a guy that you can play every single snap. But I think his veteran leadership will help out that team. I could see them being like a quiet, good defensive special teams unit just to grab in general. Yeah. I actually do see that being a thing. Uh, I don't have it here, but Kevin White also signed with them. Oh, okay. My man. Yeah. <laughs> Completely I, fantasy I, irrelevant. I was going to say, that's, I guess, why I didn't put him down there because <laughs> he is so irrelevant for fantasy. But, that's a good call. Yeah. I, I actually I, just I, want to quick say, how many how many catches, total receptions on his career do you think Kevin White has? 13. 13? Yeah. Gould guessed zero because he's like, does this guy even have a catch? He actually has 26 receptions in his, in his career so far. And how many years has he been in the league? I think he's had four. Oh, just played over his rookie contract. Us. Which is, that's horrible. That's awful. I think he was the seventh. Seventh overall pick. That's crazy. That's horrible. Bust city. Yeah, but maybe you can turn it around. Probably not, but we'll see. Um, Atlanta, we have nothing from Atlanta, eh? No. Yeah, like I looked there and there was nothing. I was like, okay, well, I guess we're moving past Atlanta. No, we're not. They're not doing much. Okay, Baltimore got Mark Ingram. Three years, five mil a year. Love it. Honestly, I absolutely love the pick. And that was like my early thought that Ingram was going to be going to Baltimore. And so I'm glad it happened. And I think he just works really well with that option, like system that they're going to be working with Lamar Jackson. Obviously, they're going to be running the ball a lot. I think he's going to have a really good season. And he's just one of those guys you get in the ball, he just completely runs straight. I think that's good for the option, like option plays. So I think it's a good contract for Baltimore, decent for Ingram, and then just for the playability. I think it's great for both sides. I I can I'm going to agree here. I think he's in a good spot. I don't know if there's going to be, honestly, any better spot. Because I think here he comes in and he's the starter. Yes. They have some young guys. The only fear I have is Baltimore uses random players all the time. It's true. Gus, the Gus bus out of nowhere just like decides, yeah, I'm going to be the guy that's number one for a couple weeks. Yeah, like, he was fantastic. Yeah, so, he was great. And I do think, like, Mark Ingram's a better running back than Gus Edwards. Yes. He's, a, he's the best running back on that roster. Yes. But I think so much of... That doesn't always matter, though. It doesn't, yeah. The big part is because so much of why Gus Edwards was successful and why he got on the field was because he worked so well with Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So we need to make sure that Ingram can do that, too. He's a veteran. He will. You think so? And I I honestly, I agree. But it's got to be so frustrating. And I know Gould's going to feel this way because he had Alex Collins last year. Yes. Who seemed like he was a good pick. 100%. He's on a team that wants to run the ball. They do run the ball, but, like, it's just so confusing. It's kind of like when Belichick would just use all these random players and just be like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to score a touchdown, this guy's going to score a touchdown. That's more cons- like, that is more consistent than that Belichick does that, though. I think that's, like, last year for sure Baltimore that happened, but I think generally that doesn't happen. Okay, so we'll see. Yeah, I do think he's in a better spot than he was last year, just in general. He wasn't a successful running offense last year, but clearly the focus shifted to Kamara last year. Oh, yeah. It wasn't Ingram's show anymore. Yes. So this year, I do think he's in a better position than he was last year. And I, I love Ingram in general. I think he's a fantastic player. All right. And you got Earl Thomas, right? Yeah, he yeah, has so four years. Got Earl now. Thomas, that's good. Like, like, he's been playing at like a really high level even before he got injured there. It's a fractured leg, so it's actually better than if it was like an ACL or something like that. So we'll see. He's a small guy. I think that's good. I, I, it's an upgrade for... Um, Baltimore's defense. My dad was talking uh, to me on the phone about it, and he's pumped up. Is it something Jefferson is the other safety that they have? Okay. And he's really pumped about those two safeties. So Working together. for a Baltimore fan, he's pretty happy. Yeah, I have I have no doubts. Like he's he's coming in, he's replacing Eric Weddle, who is fantastic too. I, I would do, say fantastic. You he's don't think good. Eric Weddle no. is fantastic? No, I think he makes fantastic plays and he also gives up big plays. Like he's okay. He's an above average, more than above average, he's uh very good safety, but definitely has holes in his game. And you're so we're saying we're saying upgrade here. With I'm thinking the, a little bit of an upgrade. I think they're going to be a, a good defensive target just in general this yeah. year. They're they're always good. Yeah. 
All right, we're going to move on to Buffalo, who had a lot, a lot of oh, offensive yeah. signings. Okay, so first one, Cole Beasley, four-year, 29 mil. Ugh, I don't like that. I don't either. I think he's overpaid. Overpaid. Josh. I don't think he's going to be that good. Like, he's he's such a serviceable wide receiver. There's nothing amazing about him, I don't think. So I'm going to avoid him in, in fantasy. Yeah. yeah, He's one of those guys. John Brown, three-year, 27 mil. I like John Brown in Arizona. He was in Baltimore last year. He's He has his moments. He has his moments in last year. So he was on my team, so I, I kind of watched him quite closely this year. He was fucking good this year. He, he looked good, and he was, he was on a fantastic pace. Until Lamar Jackson took over. Yeah. I don't think Josh Allen's a great passer. He's going to be a field stretcher. Josh Allen can bomb it. So that's kind of the connection you might think about. I, I do like the setup in Buffalo. The, the fit? Yeah, the yeah. fit. That's, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's, like fit. that's fair. I just don't think... I'm not sure how much fantasy relevance is just going to come out of Buffalo in general. Exactly. Frank Gore, he's still around. I'm, uh, this guy. He, like, I saw this post on Instagram. Like, Frank Gore just loves football. He's going from, like, sunny Miami, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And he goes to Buffalo for $2 million. That's it. 15th year in the league. Amazing. Yeah, I, thought, I, I love honestly, that team, I right? honestly thought he was done five years ago and he's like nah fuck I'm, I'm gonna keep playing I don't give a shit I love football so honestly I have so much more respect for Frank Gore now I love it who knows how productive he'll be he was pretty good in Miami last year he surprisingly was. he was Miami's so, according to pro football focus he was their best player I'm not so sure on that one but like obviously he can still play yeah so I, I love it good for him yeah yeah I'm pumped I don't think he's gonna be a backup I don't think any fantasy relevance there but pumped that he's still playing then we have Tyler Croft signing a three-year, $19 million contract. And so he played for Cincy last year, and I don't think that Buffalo has Clay anymore, which was now the they tight cut him. end. Yeah. They, they did cut him, so I think that's a really good signing. Croft played well when uh, Eifert was out and Uzama was injured, so I think that's a, a nice fill spot. I think he's very, very similar to Clay, just younger, so I think Buffalo did a pretty good job in that signing. Okay, yeah, that's important to know, too, that just in general, like, he's... That's a pretty significant contract. Yes. Oh, and that's the thing. Like, that he got like, paid. Yeah, he got paid very well. And, again, I just think that he is a very um, safe tight end that is, like, he'll definitely help him out. Yeah, I think he'll uh, he'll do okay. I'm not going to – I don't think he's necessarily on my draft list. I, no, no. The tight ends are just – they're all over the place, so who knows. Uh, Carolina signing Matt Paradis, the center. He used to play for Denver. Yeah, so this one I put it in there. I actually didn't have very much information on it. I was hoping that you would have something. Apparently, he's a pretty good center. I don't yeah, know. he's very good center. He's a very, very good center. So that line in general is just in a bit of trouble. They just got Ryan Khalil, one of their tackles. So and he wasn't good last year. The line wasn't good last year. So I do think that this is going to help Cam. And it's going to help Christian McCaffrey. But they do still need to figure out that tackle position. Gotcha. Moving on, we'll go to Chicago. So they signed Mike Davis, who was formerly with Seattle. Yeah, so he was that running back with Seattle. Um, interesting. Like, yeah, I guess it makes things like what? how do they feel about Jordan Howard. So mm-hmm. it adds questions. I don't think Mike Davis is that amazing. But I just thought it was a relatively interesting uh, pickup just on how it affects the other running backs there. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I think it was a two-year, six-mil contract. And I think the biggest part to focus on is what, what they do with Jordan Howard. If they cut Jordan Howard, I like it a lot more. Like, he's he's someone you have to draft at yeah. that point. Right now, it's just going to keep it. I think they're going to keep Jordan Howard. I think that it's just a little bit more of a security blanket. They're not paying a huge amount for Mike Davis. So maybe just a build. They, I don't, maybe they just don't want to draft a running back, so they just want a younger guy that can fill in if somebody gets injured. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I think in, if you're getting a guy, like, why would you pay that guy three mil when you can pay a sixth-round rookie yeah, nothing? You're fair. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not a GM. I, they know more <laughs> than I do for sure. Okay, and then we have Cordero Patterson also signing with Chicago, two years, 10 mil. This guy, like, he's been bouncing around a bit, and, like, he's clearly, like, an athletic freak, a little bit of a gadget player, so it's interesting. Um, Who are the wide receivers in Chicago? I actually don't know. So, they got rid of Kevin White now, so they have Allen Robinson. Okay. Who's fine. Yeah. Um... So there you go. That, that says it enough right there. We're having this much, there was, this much of a hard time. Yeah, there. I know there's this guy who's like a small, speedy dude. Okay. Well, right, regardless, it doesn't really maybe Patterson will have some impact on that offense then. It's just going to be, uh, he's obviously, he's a he's an athletic freak, as you said. And 
creativity is key to getting him the ball. Yes. Matt Nagy has shown he can be creative on offense, so he could do something, but I don't think he's someone I'm overly focused on in the draft. Not me either. All right, we're moving on to Cincy. We have Preston Brown, so three years. Yeah, so, sorry, three years, 21 million or something like that. You got it. Yeah, so he used to play for Buffalo, but he played for us last year, and we need help at the linebacker position, so I, I think this is a really good spot. He played well for us last year until he got injured, so I was happy with the signing. Yeah, I think he's a good player just in general. You have Bobby Hart, three-year, 21 So, mil. yeah, this was like nobody knows who the fuck this guy is except for me, and he was a, just apparently a garbage tackle for us. Like, in, we gave him a three-year, he was just throwing $21 million away. Everything, every comment that I've read is like, the Bengals are idiots, this guy's trash. So, this one, I'll add that for a little selfish reason to say that was a terrible signing, and I'm not very happy with what we've been doing so far this year. So that's scary for Joe Mixon, then, if they're yes. bringing in this guy, just yes. thinking he's going to be good. Then we have CJ Uzama re-signing three years, 18 mil. So, again, tight end situation. With Eifert being injured all the time, I just thought that that's a great signing for Yeah, well, yeah, Eifert's not on the team yeah, anymore. So he's yeah, exactly. So that's what it was. He's gone now, so he is going to be the number one tight end. As long as he stays healthy, he's proved that he can be a good tight end. Not yeah, this, a great one, but a good one. Yeah, this guy, he's a young dude. Yes. He showed he was the guy to step up last year, and he, he's someone who's going to finish. I think he's going to be a low-end tight end one. Yeah, he could be. Yeah, he'll be starting on some people's fantasy rosters, I think. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to move to Cleveland, which is a big one, and I think there's a lot to focus on oh, here. Yeah. So the trade that happened was Odell Beckham Jr. and Olivier Vernon came to Cleveland when they, got, they shipped off Jabril Peppers, Kevin Zeitler, a first-round pick, a third-round pick. So, I think that the Giants are trying to go into full rebuild mode. So, they got that's why they got rid of OBJ. But also, just like the pull of having Juice Landry there. Those guys are boys. It's been like fairly well-known. Like They went to LSU together. Even like in the NFL, they've always been boys. So, I saw they wanted to play together. Baker Mayfield is showing that he can really get things done. You have that rookie QB contract. That's the way that you win Super Bowls, apparently. Yep, so is. I think the Browns are going to do awesome this year. I think they're going to win the division, and I think that they they have a shot at the Super Bowl. Like, I'm, not wow, trying, that's... I'm not trying to go crazy. Like, I don't think... Like, again, I just think that they have a lot of really good pieces. A lot of good things are happening there with Chubb as their running back. He was very good last year when he had that starting role. So, yeah, I, I, I'm very high on the Browns this year. They done, Everything seems to be going their way, and I think that was a great trade for them. I do. I agree. It was a great trade for them. I'm agreeing what you're saying every way. So they're right now their their Super Bowl odds to win is 14 to one, which is it's quite high. Yeah. I don't think they're they're ready. I don't think they're at that point. But I see what you're saying with that office in general. So let's talk about kind of each position. I think this is a good team to really focus on. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, clear clear upgrade. For yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Like so he he proved he's NFL ready and he can make the throws. Yeah. He can for sure. He's an accurate dude. There's no doubt he has in, insane weapons. He has the best weapons at receiver, at running back in the league by far. They're fucking incredible. Um, oh, yeah, because Hunt, I, can't, I forgot. Yeah, they have Nick Chubb. So, yeah, we just found out that Hunt, it's going to be eight games that he's going to be suspended for. Yeah. Hopefully he stays, like, in shape. And then he, that, those last games, he's going to be a fresh running back. And I think that's actually going to help them in the long run, just having Hunt come in there and just be fresh and ready to go. Oh, my God. No kidding. So there's going to be – it's insane how many targets there are. So – Quarterback is he he moves up. Odell makes Baker better in my yes. mind, no doubt. He's a top half QB one in my mind, so top six quarterback. Yep, is where I'm picturing right now. That, yeah. yeah, I think he's going to be very very good. I think he's fantastic, and he's in a very good position. Receivers, Odell, I think it's going to be the main target there still. And I'm gonna where are you putting Odell finishing on the season? Um. Uh. Top five. Top five still? Yeah, I mean, okay. Definitely top five. Yeah, there's the thing is so he's I what I'm trying to remember is a young QB, a lot of mouths to feed still. Mm-hmm. And he's switching teams. So those are three three negatives on him. I think this I think the talent will overcome that. Overcome. He's probably the most talented receiver in the league. He can go anywhere on the field, he can always get open, he can catch so well, and he has an accurate quarterback. So these are some bonuses for sure. And he has Landry to take pressure off him, I guess, or okay. it could be yeah. vice versa where OBJ will take pressure off of Landry, but I think they'll just help each other out. 
Yeah, I'm thinking I was I'm gonna put him like wide receiver eight in yeah. my mind. So it's he's gonna be incredible. Yeah. Jarvis Landry, where do you think do you think he goes up or down from last year? I so I think he kinda stays the same. You think he kinda stays the same? Yeah. So I'm gonna put him down. Okay. Because he is a target hog just in general. That's when he's most successful. You have to move targets to Odell. Yeah, but he when, when Baker the was there, Landry wasn't getting, like, hyper-targeted. Like, he wasn't, and no. he wasn't very good. Yeah, so... That's the thing. That's why I think that kind of stays where he's at, like... Okay, who was who was stealing targets from, from Landry last year? Njoku, Callaway, who's trash garbage, and who's going to be irrelevant next year. Yeah. Um, so the main one I want to talk about was... The, there's Those are kind of the two, I guess, receivers. So it was clearly... It was... Landry was the wide receiver one. He is not anymore. No. Not even close. Um, you yeah. have to focus your offense on Odell. Oh, yeah, for sure. You do. So, I, I, yeah, I think Landry's still, I don't know where he finished. He was, I think he was like a mid-range wide receiver two. Yeah, I think so, I think too. And I think that's where he'll end up as well. Okay, I'm thinking he's going to be a wide receiver three next year. Okay, it's possible. He's going down. I, I really just, I don't see how he can he can be successful next year. I don't. Um, and then Njoku, I don't think that really changes him all too much, much if I'm honest a little bit but no. running backs they're gonna lose some you have to focus you have to double team Odell you have to yeah that's gonna open up the box it's gonna be easier for Chubb and, and Hunt in my opinion yes that, that, that their Browns are looking good yeah they're that, looking very good yeah so that's obviously something to watch for the, that next season that I'm sure everybody will be watching yep Quick, we'll just say Sheldon Richardson, three-year, $36 million contract. Having out that defense. Yeah. Great job. Big force in the middle. He's a good player. I think he's an underrated player. Um, moving on, we got Dallas, who signed DeMarcus Lawrence. Did he sign his? Uh, yes, yeah, so he signed the franchise tag. He did sign the tag. Um, and obviously that really helps out their defense. He's an amazing player. Yep, he is a very, very good player. Jason Witten, he's back. <laughs> he's back, baby. Honestly, I'm so pumped that he's not going to be announcing anymore. I yeah. He did listening to him. <laughs> it's like, I was like trying to be as kind as possible, but he was just bad. He just, was not good. That whole team was bad. I hate, I, I hate. like No, honestly, I like Booker. Oh, okay. you're fine. I don't know. Booker sucks, Why man. does he suck? I don't know. He's annoying. I don't, honestly, I, I don't really yeah, have a reason. You see, him I actually did like. And I thought he just got a lot of flack because Wynn was so bad, and it just, like, it just brought the whole team down. Okay. I do kind of still enjoy him. I feel like we have, like, different tastes, though, in our announcers. 100%. You, you I, love Gruden. I love Gruden. I fucking hate him. <laughs> he said one good line one time, and I forget who he was talking about, but he was like, this guy hasn't been open since he got to the city. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Uh, vaguely, I remember what oh, you're talking some about. Yeah, receiver. You, did, you did make a comment about it, how you're like, that was, like, probably the only line that you've ever enjoyed. Enjoyed from. He's an idiot. I hate that guy. But we're moving on. He's very smart. <laughs> Denver got Joe Flacco for a fourth-round pick. Decent trade. Um, I think it's an upgrade from Case Keenum, but they're not going to the playoffs. No, I don't. I don't think he's someone you draft. I wouldn't draft Joe Flacco, and I don't think he really changes. I think it's pretty horizontal, if I'm if I'm honest. From Case, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, like it. Yes, I'll agree. It, if maybe a minor upgrade, maybe even a minor downgrade, it's it's could go either way, but yeah. it's not gonna be much of a difference either way. Yeah, I think everyone's pretty much status quo. Who's ever behind center? If it's one of those guys, if they go with a rookie to start, then obviously things change. Uh, Detroit, they signed Danny Amendola to a one-year, five million dollar contract. Um, I don't think he's gonna be relevant. No, it's the what the way he be, can become relevant in my mind. He's old, yes. so that makes it tough. But if he's filling into a Golden Tate role, which has been successful in Detroit for a long time, but maybe he's good. I don't think he can fill that Golden Tate role. Like I, I think they're different players. Are they not? They play pretty like I think they're pretty similar as far as like I an Golden un, Tate's underneath. Way better than the Golden Tate's better. Middle, yeah. yeah, he's better. I agree with that for sure. So I don't think he's going to be very good, but he could be someone. Who you like grab off the waiver wire? Who's who does who can fill in? Is where I'm kind of seeing him. Yeah, yeah, he could be a waiver wire fodder every once in a while. Yeah, uh, Jesse James, tight end, four year, twenty five mil, which that's a significant contract. Yeah, too. good for him. Played yeah. for uh, the Steelers last year, and it was him and Vance McDonald. They was like they, uh, he was he's a good tight end. Yeah, he's, he, he could sorry. be he could definitely be on somebody's fantasy team again. Who knows what's going to happen with tight ends? So yeah, last year Detroit didn't really use a tight end very effectively they had Luke Wilson who yeah he wasn't fantasy relevant yeah so the Windsor boy yeah we'll see if anything changes here 
Uh, Green Bay, mostly on the defensive side, was all their focus. Eh? Okay, yeah. You got a bunch of defensive players. You have two edge players written down here. That's. Uh, I think they're making their team quietly better. Yeah, so at the edge, I didn't write them down because, again, they were defensive players, but they paid them around like $50 million each. So they, I, they made they paid a lot for two edge guys so yeah they're helping other defense yeah I think that's gonna be good that's just to make that team better just in general Houston uh Jadavian Clowney signing his 15 male franchise tag yep so they're they're keeping him for another year again one of those athletic freaks he he can definitely disrupt things on uh on offense so um yeah, good job so there's one thing that actually was kind of um I just wanted to point out so uh, Demarcus Lawrence, he gets a 20 mil franchise tag as a D end. Jadavian Clowney gets 15 mil as an outside linebacker, but and that's just because their classification of what they are. Oh, okay. they drop back into coverage the exact same amount last year. Wow, which sucks for Clowney. He loses five million dollars just because he's considered an outside linebacker when he plays the exact same position. Wow, the dude's yeah. a rusher. He's not. He oh, doesn't 100%. cover. Wow. So that sucks for him. It really does. Yeah. but helps out Houston. They saves saves him five million dollars. Uh, Indy, we were kind of talking about them a bit earlier. So Devin Funchess, one-year, thirteen million dollar contract. This is this is one that I think can become fantasy relevant if I'm honest. But. Oh yeah, like yeah, Funchess has been on roster starting in fantasy. Yep. And he's a big guy. Maybe when you don't have a clown throwing you the football, you'll do a little bit better. Yeah, clown being Cam Newton. He is a clown. Um, so it's interesting. It is interesting. Um, these wide receiver contracts, this free agency, have been very large, so good for him. I guess he is betting on himself, or maybe that's the only contract that he could get out there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's Like we were saying, they don't really have much of a wide receiver core in Indy, so I, I do like his upside. Yep, 100% he is. A lot of upside. So, with that one-year 13 mil, I think it makes a lot of sense for Indy because you don't want to commit to this guy very long. You have a lot of cap room this year. Fuck it, we need a receiver. Who cares? Let's just pay him. Yeah. It's not. We're not going to run into cap issues, so let's pay this guy. Yeah. It works out. I think he slides in as the number two wide receiver on that team behind T.Y. Hilton because he's going to move, uh, what's his name? I think it's, I think it's Ingram. I, I'm, maybe I'm wrong with the, the, the wide receiver two from the team last year. It doesn't really matter because they, they weren't relevant outside of T.Y. Hilton in the tight ends. Those were the guys who caught the ball last year. So you're getting a big red zone threat. He can catch. He's massive. So maybe he definitely has some upside. Yeah. So I'm going to see, like, he will be drafted. He's someone who is on my radar because I think a lot of people think he's shit. And I, I kind of agree, but he's shit in a good situation. <laughs> okay. Yeah, a very I, good quarterback. I agree. So that's where I'm kind of picturing him. Um, Jacksonville, they signed Nick Foles to a four-year 88 mil uh, contract. I do think it's an upgrade from Bortles, who they released. Okay. Um, but not much of one. I think it's excellent for Nick Foles. Congratulations. Get paid. You've done great things for Philadelphia. But, um, yeah, like, I think that def- definitely they're not running their offense around Nick Foles. It's going to be something that it's going to be more defense, try and run the ball. I think that's going to be the focus. But I also do think you have to change your offense to play to Nick Foles' strengths. Yes. Other teams haven't done that in the past. Philadelphia is the only one who has. And he's he's very specific when he can be successful. And when is that, Chris? It's with his run pass option. Okay, there you go. So that's how he does it. And that's what you have to do with your offense. So it's a good situation for him. I think it is, yeah. And I think if, if Jacksonville does this properly and it's like, okay, we paid this guy, let's – use him to his strengths, this team will get better. Yeah. And then they can do very well. I think their focus is going to be 100% you're right, which is play with defense, run the ball well, but now you have a quarterback who's far more accurate. Yes. He's not going to turn over the ball as much because that is actually Nick Foles' is probably biggest strength, that he doesn't turn over the ball and Blake Bortles obviously yeah. game, fucked it. Excellent game manager, and I don't think that's like a negative thing. Like Being a game manager, like I don't think that's that bad of a thing. Like, again, I'm an Alex Smith fan, or was, I guess. But he's dead. <laughs> yeah, like, rest in peace. But uh, hopefully he has a recovery and he comes back, and I don't, he definitely will never be the same. But I, I like those players, the guys that don't turn the ball over. Like, that's that's a good thing to have on your team, especially when you have that running game and good defense. So yep. it's a good situation. Yep, couldn't agree more. I think 
there, yeah, those game managers have to go on certain teams. Jacksonville is one of those teams with a super talented roster, very talented defense, good, strong running back. That's how you do it. So, yeah, I agree. I think the team can get a lot better. I'm looking forward. I do think it's an upgrade at the position. I don't know which receivers I'm overly excited about. He seemed, Nick Foles made Alshon quite good when they played together. They had a good connection. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, we'll done, I'm done with Foles. You're let's, done with Foles. Let's, let's Moving move on. on. All right, Kansas City signing Carlos Hyde, one year, 2.8 mil. So they needed some like more depth there, and I don't. Like, what was the contract again? One year, 2.8 million. I don't know why Hyde gets no respect. He gets universally disrespected. Gets, I could not agree more. He, he's a great running back. I don't know what's going on. Like he's getting traded around everywhere. Nobody seems to want to keep him. It's so strange because I think he's a great running back. Agreed. I could completely agree. So I think he's in a great spot there because Damian Williams is the only other guy like that he's competing with. Damian Williams did fine when Hunt went out, but I think Hyde. That's a great position for him to steal that job. So yeah, what? So the contract that Damian Williams signed is two-year, eight mil. Oh so he's God. four. He's four. He's over more paid than wow. Carlos Hyde. Wow. So we'll have to see. I think this is a big one to watch in um, preseason. Yes. Because whoever whoever this running back is is going to be insanely successful. Yes. We have to figure out which one it is. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the question. Yeah. So I, I agree there. Tyron Matthew, he's your boy too. Love eh? that boy. Three-year, forty-two mil. Yeah. yeah. So good job strengthening that uh, defense. Had they did they release Barry? Yeah, he's yeah, released exactly. Now, yeah. So there you go. Yep, I agree there. I, I like the guy, so I do think that makes the team better. L.A. Chargers signing Tyrod Taylor as their backup for two mil. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, Tyrod just disappeared last year because Baker came in. It was the Baker Mayfield show. And uh, so he'll be a backup. He's not really relevant, but I just a guy that has been relevant that yeah. he went somewhere. So. And yeah, maybe like if I think that's a good signing to have as your backup quarterback. He's he doesn't play similar to Ty or to Philip Rivers, so no. that's kind of weird. And I know Miami was trying to get him. Obviously, Miami couldn't figure anything out, but that's all right. <laughs> I don't want them to take any of these guys, anyways. Uh, Rams they got two defensive players: Dante Fowler, Eric Weddle, both. I think are pretty good players. Yeah, like that. It, it's a good thing for their defense. Yeah, just improving the defense, which was they're going to lose uh, some players for sure on defense. They're going to lose Sue. Yeah, they're going to lose a keep to leave, and they're also going to lose um, who's the other corner who they traded from Kansas City. Um, I don't know. All I know is that they really went balls in last year yeah. for that Super Bowl, and they just choked at the end. Yeah, which sucks. I can't remember his name, but he like he's a big name corner, but that's fine. Uh, Miami signed Dwayne Allen to two year seven million dollar contract. I don't I don't see it, honestly, with Dwayne Allen. He's he's fine. But we drafted Mike Jacecki in the second round last year, who you'd think he'd want to focus on developing that tight end. Yeah, maybe, not that there's gonna be maybe much they're hoping that he'll like learn stuff. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he's a veteran. I guess you can learn from the guy, but I don't think there's gonna be much fantasy relevance for Miami in general. Um, Minnesota stole Anthony Barr from the Jets, five yeah. years, seventy mil. Yeah, so yeah. apparently he had like verbally agreed. He said he needed some time to sleep on it. When he slept, Minnesota's like, "Here's a bunch of money, bud. Come back to us, please." And he's like, "All right, sounds good." <laughs> yeah, fuck the Jets. They yeah. aren't a good team. I like Anthony Barr. I think he's a good player. Yep. Um, they still did lose some pieces, but they, they brought back Daniil Hunter. They re-signed him, restructured his contract. I think that defense has a lot of good pieces. If they can move back to where they were two years ago, that team's going to be a lot better. Yeah. New England, they brought in Michael Bennett on defense for a fifth-round pick. Yeah. And then they re-signed Philip Dorsett. Um, yeah, so I think the defense gets a bump up and uh, a decent wide receiver to have there another guy like he's been there so that'll help that he's been in the system so yeah. I think that's a good thing yeah it looks like Chris Hogan's going to be gone so that might open up some targets but we have seen Philip Dorsett be there and not be fantasy relevant for yes. for a couple of years too um, New Orleans re-signed Will Lutz to a five year deal good for them he's a good kicker yes kickers are kicker. shit that was the thing where uh, New England let Goskowski go and I was extremely surprised by that did Goskowski sign somewhere else? Um, I don't. I haven't heard any news of him signing anywhere else. Oh, okay, we'll figure that out later. And then this is a big one, actually, too. Latavius Murray signing a four-year, fourteen-point-four mil contract with the Saints. What are uh, you thinking here? Sorry, give me the name one more time. Uh, we're actually sorry. We're gonna go. You're gonna take four twenty-seven stuff, not the rent for it. We're driving, guys, and we gotta figure <laughs> that out. So yeah, right. you're good where you are right now. 
Um, I said Latavius Murray with the Saints. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that, that's a good filler for losing Ingram. Um, he's a very good back when uh, Cook was out. He was did an excellent job. I was glad that he was on my team and I was able to get him in that trade. Um, and so I don't think that he's going to be as relevant as last year unless Kamara gets injured because, yeah, they're, they're sh- it's shown Kamara's an elite running back and they're going to keep working with him. He's, he's a good player, but I don't think Kamara can be a complete workhorse. So yeah, I, yeah I, you need somebody to spell him from time to time. Uh, so he's kind of taking in the Mark Ingram role. I don't think he's quite as good as Mark Ingram, but yeah. I do think he's going to be fantasy relevant. I think he's going to score some touchdowns. Uh, yeah, but the thing, well, that's what we thought, that like Ingram would get all of the goal line work. And, yeah, and it didn't it, it, That did not happen at all. Like Kamara got a lot of goal line work. And it surprised me, but it was clear that he was efficient on the goal line too, so it was fine. Yes. Okay, we'll keep. We're gonna move quick here through. We got the Giants signing Golden Tate, four year, thirty seven point yeah, five mil. Need to fill in uh, for the OBG spot. Golden Tate's probably gonna suck now, but he is a good uh, player. So it's really gonna depend who comes in at quarterback. So there's been talks about them trying to trade for Josh Rosen if they draft a rookie, or if Eli's playing, it's gonna change a lot of different things. Oh, 100 percent. So, there's a lot of volatility right now in uh, New York. Yeah, hundred percent. I think the best position fantasy wise for the other players is to remain with Eli for one more year which is not good no but it's going to be bad no matter what yeah uh Jets Lev Bell four year 52.5 million dollar contract so glad he got burned on that contract he did get burned so much money so like yeah I'm very happy about that yeah because the the Steelers had offered him five years 70 mil yeah exactly and he said no he was going to be he before Gurley got signed yeah. He was going to be the number one paid running back in the league, which is what he wanted. But he got extremely greedy, turned it down, and I'm glad it bit him in the butt. It did. So where do you think he's – how are you looking for him next year? Um, I think he'll still – well, <laughs> he looks fat right now, so I don't yeah, – it's going to take a while, hopefully, or not hopefully, he gets things together and he's back into playing shape. Um, but the Jets love to run the ball. Sam Darnold is a good rookie quarterback. He had flashes last year. So I think it's going to be good. It's going to be a good situation for Bell, and he'll I think he'll be a number one running back. Are you thinking top six, bottom six? Top? I think he's mid-range. Mid-range, so right in the middle. Yeah. Okay, so what I think just about him, I, I think he's going to get a fuck ton of work. Yes. You're paying this guy a lot of money use him so I think that's good I think that's gonna be very good for him he's gonna have a lot of touches which is good biggest thing is and I think it was very understated how good Pittsburgh offense is Pittsburgh's offensive line is just in general oh yeah and he's an odd runner he's very patient how he runs he waits for things to develop Jets do not have a good offensive line yeah things aren't gonna develop the same way for him so he's not gonna be nearly as efficient as he was in Pittsburgh but he's gonna have a fuck ton of carries and that's more important than anything really I don't think they're gonna score as much I'm gonna put him running back eight yeah in my and mind. the yeah. thing is that is exactly the number that I was thinking as well was okay yeah running back eight. so that's where we got him right now just early there Jameson Crowder three year 28.5 million dollar contract with the Jets as well yeah it's good they, they, I think they needed a little bit of help at wide receiver um, and, and what's his name a is that yeah, Nunwa, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he, I think he proved that he's a consistent good wide receiver and then getting a little bit more support for uh, Darnold there's a good guy yeah, I agree there. I think he could be a wide receiver three slash flex play just yeah. in general. I think uh, the underneath guys seem to be favored with the young quarterback, so I think he could do relatively well. Yeah. Um, TJ Mosley signed with them on defense. That's a huge sign. Yeah, he's I big. wanted Cincy to go after him, but then I realized afterwards, okay, it's because the contract for him is massive. It's going to be big. So I yeah. understand why Cincy didn't go for him, but... Um, I would have wanted him on my team. He's a very, very good linebacker. Yeah, he's very good. All right, then we got Oakland. Big one here is the Antonio Brown signing, three-year, 50 mil. Yeah. And that was in a trade, which yeah. most people didn't really realize. And then they released Jordy Nelson. So what do you think about this one? Do you like this destination for Antonio Brown? Um, he seems pretty happy about it, which is, I guess, good for him. That's important, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. You, want, you need him to be happy, I guess, because he's a prima donna. Yeah. Um, but... I don't think Derek Carr is great. He's, he's, a, he's got a downgraded quarterback. Yeah, well, yeah. definitely a downgrade at the quarterback position. And I think that he is going to start getting frustrated as the season goes on. 
and there's gonna be some turmoil there and he's gonna be like on the sidelines just like screaming for the ball and he's gonna be one of those things like I was open I, like, like he was open on every single play and all that kind of stuff so it's gonna be interesting he is an elite wide receiver and he, like I think he'll have his moments of big plays um, but I think that his uh, fantasy numbers go down next year I'm gonna agree uh, he's definitely he's not gonna be that top like the wide receiver one which he's been for forever yes Here's how I'm projecting things playing out. So, obviously, he was he's a he's a diva wide receiver. I don't think anyone doubts that. Derek Carr's a young quarterback. I think he's going to bully Derek Carr into yes. getting more targets. Yeah, that's what, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. I think you think so too. And that's what's going to happen. So I think he's going to get insane amount of targets, and that's going to work out. The quality of targets going to go down. Yes, but he's going to keep up, and I think he's going to be a mid-range wide receiver one. And I don't think anyone else on that offense is going to have any relevance. Um, I completely agree. You agree there? So Tyrell Williams also signed four years, 44 mil. He got paid. Yes. That's big. Um, I think that's a good thing for I think all parties involved. I think he got overpaid, but um, I still think that's a, you need another weapon there. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah, and I, do, I don't think they're going to have any fantasy relevance with him, as we just kind of said, because I do think the most important targets are going to go to Antonio Brown. I really do think. So Jared Cook is not signed yet. He hasn't re-signed yet. So I think if he re-signs, that's horrible for uh, Williams. But if he does not sign, then we're in a great spot, 